Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Let's go through the hadiths for the day The first topic would be Iman Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhu narrates that the messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam asked Should I not inform you of Nuh alaihi salam's advice to his son? The companion said indeed He said Nuh alaihi salam advised his son saying O my son I advise you to do two things and prohibit you from two things. I advise you to say, La ilaha illallah. If it were to be placed on one pan of the scale and the heavens, and the earth were placed on the other pan, it would outweigh them. If all the heavens and the earth were in a circle, this kalima would break through all of them till it reaches Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I advise you to say, Subhanallahil Azim wa bihamdihi. Glory to Allah, the Mighty, and praise be to Him. This is the form of worship of the entire creation, and it is through this that their sustenance is given to them. I prohibit you from two things from ascribing partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and from pride. Both these evils deprive a person from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Narrated by Bazaar. And the next topic would be the obligatory salah. Abu Umama radiallahu anhu narrates that the Prophet wasallam came from Haibar with two slaves. Ali radiallahu anhu said, O Messenger of Allah, give us a slave who would serve us. He said, Take whichever of the two you like. Ali radiallahu anhu said, You choose one for me. He said, Take this one, but do not beat him, because I saw him offering salah during our return from Haibar. And I have been prohibited from beating those who offer salah. Narrated by Ahmad At-Tabrani Majma Az-Zawaid. And the next one, Ubada ibn As-Samit radiallahu anhu narrates, I heard the Messenger of Allah wasallam saying, There are five salahs which Allah SWT made compulsory. Whoever performs a perfect ablution for their salahs, performs them at their appointed times, fulfills their bowing and prostrating postures perfectly, offers them with humility, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes a promise to himself that he will forgive him. Whoever does not do this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes no such promise to himself. If he wills, he may forgive him and if he wills, he may punish him. Narrated by Abu Daud, and the next topic will be ilm, which is knowledge. Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu narrates, The Messenger of Allah wasallam embraced me and made this supplication, O Allah, bestow him with knowledge of the Qur'an. Narrated by Bukhari. And the next one, Anas radiallahu anhu narrates that the Messenger of Allah wasallam said, the following are from among the signs of the final hour. Knowledge will be taken away. Ignorance will spread. Alcohol will be consumed openly. And adultery will become common. Narrated by Bukhari. And the next topic would be the status of a Muslim. Rafi ibn Hadij who narrates that the Messenger of Allah wasallam said, When Allah ta'ala lives a servant, he protects him just as one of you protects a sick person from water. Narrated by Tabrani. And the next one, Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu narrates that the Messenger of Allah 
وسلم, said, Love the poor people and sit in their company. Love the Arabs with your heart. Let your own faults prevent you from criticizing others. Narrated by Hakim. And the next topic would be Ikhlas, Sincerity of Intention. Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhu narrates, I heard the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam saying, There were three people from one of the past nations who were walking when rain fell upon them. So they took refuge in a cave in a mountain. A rock from the mountain fell onto the mouth of the cave and thus sealed them off. One of them said to the others, Nothing will save you from this rock except your supplication to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by virtue of your good deeds. One of them said, O oh Allah, I had extremely old parents. It was my habit that I never gave milk to my family and slaves before giving my parents. One day, I went far off in search of grazing trees. I therefore returned late in the evening. I found that my parents had already fallen asleep. I milked the sheep, as was my habit, and brought milk to them. I stood at their side, not wanting to wake them up from their sleep. At the same time, I did not want to give my family and slaves before giving my parents. I remained standing with the bowl in my hands, waited, waiting for them to wake up. The children were screaming at my feet out of hunger, but I continued waiting till the break of dawn. They then got up and drank their milk. O oh Allah, if I did this solely for your pleasure, open for us this cave by removing this rock. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opened it partly, but they were unable to come out. The second person said, O oh Allah, I had a cousin who was the most beloved to me. Another narration states, I love her as passionately as men love women. I, des I desired having sexual relations with her, but she refused me. Eventually, a year of famine befell her, and so she was forced to come to me for assistance. I gave her 120 dinars on condition that she yields herself to me. She agreed. When I got full control over her, and in another narration, when I was about to engage in the act of intercourse, she said, Fear Allah and do not break the seal of virginity unlawfully. So I turned away from her despite the fact that I loved her so passionately and I left the goal which I had given her. O oh Allah, if I did this solely for your pleasure, open for us this cave by removing this rock. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opened it partly, but they, but they were still unable to come out. The third person said, O oh Allah, I hired laborers and paid them their wages, except for one man. He left the wage that was due to him and departed. I invested this wage and the money increased profusely. He came to me after some time and said, O oh servant of Allah, give me my wage. I said, All these camels, cows, sheep, and slaves that you see are part of your wage. He said, O servant of Allah, do not joke with me. I replied, I am not joking with you. He then took all of that and herded it away without leaving behind anything. O Allah, if I did this solely for your pleasure, open for us this cave by removing this rock. 
The rock moved completely and they came out walking. Narrated by Bukhari. And the next topic would be Da'wah and Tabligh, Invitation and Propagation. An-Nuhman ibn Bashir radiallahu anhu narrates that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, The similitude of the person who upholds the limits of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the one who transgresses them is like that of a group of people who boarded a ship after chasing casting lots. Some of them went to the upper deck and others to the lower deck. When those who were in the lower deck needed to obtain water, they had to pass those of the upper deck. They thought to themselves that if they make a hole in the lower deck in order to obtain water, they will not disturb those who were above them. If those were in the upper deck allowed those in the lower deck to make the hole in the ship, they would all be destroyed. But if they stopped them, they would all be saved from drowning. Narrated by Bukhari. And there's a note here. This hadith compares this world to a ship in which those who have boarded it cannot remain unaffected by others' wrongs. The humans of the entire world are like a group of people on a ship. The ship has people who are obedient and also those who are disobedient. If disobedience becomes common, it will not remain confined to that group alone. Rather, it will spread to all of them. The entire group and then the entire world will be affected. In order to save humanity from destruction, it is essential to stop people from acts of disobedience. If this is not done, the entire society will be seized by the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the next one, Al-Urs ibn Amira radiallahu anhu narrates that the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not punish all the people because of an evil committed by some people. Yes, if some people commit an evil which can be stopped or changed by the rest, and they do not stop it, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala permits the destruction of all, the few and the majority. Narrated by Tabrani. Alright, that's it for today. Thank you for listening to this episode. I'll see you on the next one. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.